0: Welcome, everybody, to We Like Having Fun and Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. It's episode 41, I think, maybe, maybe 42. I got a little confused with the week off, but uh, we're back on track here, which is nice, and it's nice to, to get back on the horn here with my brother Joe and say what's up, how things going for you? A couple of weeks off. Do you have a nice, uh, was it a relief to not record an episode last week?
1: Yes, it was. Um, uh no offense, but <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed some time away and that's it's always good to have that the same way, you know, anything is better when you miss it, you know, a little bit.
0: So, I agree. Yeah. I think the missing it the missing it made it nice and I thought the the, the show started with um the boys all in tie dyes for tie dye Tuesday. Uh, which the tie dyes I really think just made the whole episode feel so light and warm and inviting and positive. I don't know if you agree with that, but it's just like, I don't know. Tie-dye just gives you a vibe. It really does. It just, no matter what, even if it's being worn sarcastically or anything, tie-dye is kind of cool. I think Tim had mentioned his, his wife made that. He posted that shirt on Twitter and you know it looks good it fits his vibe you know to wear a tie-dye just casual tie-dye here there i'm very into tie-dye not very in but i will throw a tie-dye in the mix for sure these days and um so that i thought that was nice a nice welcome back just like hey guys we're all positive and, and nice which i which i thought was good um tim got the vaccine first shot any vaccine news in your world joe are you on a list are you working towards one what are you doing
1: uh, I'm efforting to get on a list. My wife, Naya, she is uh, getting her first shot tomorrow, and I tried to get it at the same time, but I have to wait and see if I can get squeezed into that situation. And if not, I, I'll have to make more calls. But well, been if you take
0: a look here, it, if you look at my shoulder here.
1: That shot. is my
0: second shot I got today, um, which is very exciting. Um, I was gonna. I was there with a friend because we both got the sh- we both did it the same day um, three weeks ago, and um, we usually play hockey on Friday mornings. But it was canceled today because the weather's been so nice. People are a lot of people that were kind of unemployed. I think there's a lot of landscapers or something that, that play hockey with us, and they all have to work. So anyway, it was nice. I got it was a long wait, about an hour line wait, but I was with my pal. We originally. Had planned on, you know, after we get this after we get this second shot, we're gonna you know, go out and rip it up, you know, and go have some fun or something, go out and just go into the world and, uh, but that didn't happen you had to go to work. You're supposed to wait, uh, aren't you? You are, it was just kind of a, we were just kind of being obnoxious about it, but we were gonna maybe go get you know, lunch or something, but we didn't, it's all good, yeah, you are supposed to wait I think after, by the time you get your second shot, you're in decent shape, if you're a young folk, but, um, so yeah, vaccines are great everybody should get them it's it feels very good to kind of get through this first little phase of the insanity and um, you know a lot of people I know are almost through or definitely you know, I got my first shot a lot of people have you know are almost through it so a few weeks here maybe things will be getting yeah, I'm trying to, to get, get, get mine
1: where I don't have to drive 300 miles It'll be nice not to do that. So
0: you can get one here, Joe. Uh, if you need if you need help tracking one down, I mean Eddie's getting Eddie got you know. There's some numbers and some people you can, you know. There's some websites and stuff. I I have Turbo a number right now, and
1: I'm I'm supposed to wait. I'm supposed to wait for Saturday to see if they call me. But uh, if they don't, I have a number. I can try again.
0: Okay. For next weekend, you'll get one soon. They they got them and they're trying to get rid of them, and you know they need to dump them. So. Um, Try to get that Johnson & Johnson. That's a nice one. I, I, I wish I got that one. Even though Pfizer, I right hear, is real nice, but I like that J&J. It's good for the variants. good I think for the various
1: what Buffalo Medical Group has, so that's probably yeah. what I'll end up with. It's a good one. The Pfizer. Um, I'll
0: take anything I, at this point. Yeah, take it. Take what they got. Hell, I'll take Moderna. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> that's funny how people are talking about it. I'll take these. Sputnik. Sputnik. There you go. Um, So they talked a lot of high network off the bat. Did you? uh, Have you signed up for the high network in all for the Oscar special or for the on cinema or anything? Did you? Did you get past the paywall yet, Joe? Are you waiting on that? How's it going with that?
1: Controversially, I haven't signed up yet. Um, But you know, that's how I am as a person. I sort of like to be wooed a little bit more. I like to like get in. Maybe at the last minute, but to be quite honest, I'm not like I haven't been watching all the the Oscar specials, and I'm I'm not really mm-hmm. caught up. So, you know, if I did it, it would be because I want to support it, and maybe there's incentive by holding out, you know, and maybe there'd be some. I got it.
0: I got the ten percent. I got the ten percent Patreon discount, which I felt good about. It was thirty seven dollars for the. For the year, for the annual thing, which we're going to give us a, a season or two of On Cinema and the Oscar special, so I thought that was that's fine for me. You know, like I I like to support the boys, um, and I want to watch the stuff. You know, I, I, like you, I'm not the first one on Oscar night to get out there and I you know like need that Oscar special. I know people are crazy about it and crazy about the On Cinema universe. I'm less so. I'm like, you know, I'll find, I'll carve out you know, a day or two in the course of a year to watch on cinema for a while. You know what I mean? It's not something I'm going back to over and over. And it's a funny thing where it's like, once I put it on, I'm like, Oh, I'm enjoying this and they're quick and you can kind of get through the whole season in one sitting. That's how I treat it. But I don't go back and memorize everything. And yeah, I think it's something I would enjoy what, like to talk about with you or it's like, again, it's one of these things that I just have nobody on earth to talk about it with. So what's the point? It's like you watch on cinema. and I'm like, did anybody see On Cinema? Like, it was really funny. Was like zero people I know watch it, so it's like, what is that? What's Decker? You know, I enjoy watching... I liked Decker, and I liked getting through those. Those are really funny and so strange. But you really need, like...
1: Well, that that could be what the high network gives you in the membership is access to other fans that like the stuff and talk about it. Like.
0: Yeah, but I need, like, a personal... Like, it's, it would just be cool if I, like... You know, every friend I know, if you go out, you can talk about fucking i don't know whatever new show is on or or most things or even moonbase 8 a lot of people watch just like s- some things that are a little more accessible but th- these deep adult swim dives have been tough for me to keep up with over the years because of not having people to share that with
1: um that reminds me i didn't finish moonbase 8 but i watched most of the episodes I have to do that before showtime ends for me. But
0: yeah, you should. I, I think it got stronger as it went on, and I, I have I fell asleep during
1: the, the last episode, so I have to rewatch mm. that.
0: Last episode's good. Um, mouse pads came in. I thought it was fun that uh, lobster elbows sent in. The picture of Tim with a tattoo on his face. We kind of threw out that as an idea, and Ells went through with it. I wonder if he heard our episode. I have no idea. Um, But somebody did, so it all all worked out. I thought some of the mouse pads were were fine, you know. Uh, I was surprised about how many he got. That's pretty cool that so many people sent them.
1: It's cool, but it's also like they're not even taking the time to look at them or open them or it's just like this thing where they wanted it and then people go to well the not, trouble not on to the show I- I'm the sure pads. they'll
0: I'm sure they'll I would hope that they'd go through them you know but to go through everyone you know like Tim said we'd be here all day if we were to give everyone kind of the the treatment that they all deserve but it's a very giving audience and so like they kind of know that so when Tim's like all right make me a thing or do me a thing like absolutely you're just getting all this free stuff that's like nice artwork and, and all sorts of things that's um yeah I, I don't know yeah i guess that is kind of strange if it was your thing and he's just like whew, just like tossing i know i just care. felt like man
1: <laughs> he spent a lot of time like getting that mouse pad together like doing all this work and he's just tossing it barely looking grateful at or it. Uh, gray liked,
0: niner sent all those pictures of the Butt Heart one's pretty yeah, funny. I yeah, I like that one. Um, we had, uh, speaking of sp- sending free things, some guy sent a case of cream soda from, I guess, maybe Tim and Vic's part of the country. And he was the 90s Nickelodeon guy he came back on. And again, just free stuff. I feel like him sending the cream soda, he got like all sorts of play, and they talked about cream soda the whole damn episode. That's some weird cream soda. That's the red. I've, I've never think I've ever fucked with the red cream soda. I love myself some cream soda. I think it's a delicious treat. I get the A and W diet cream soda because I'm a sicko for diet flavored sodas. But I um, haven't had it in so long. I couldn't tell you what it tastes like. It's in the root beer realm. You know what I mean? It's like right. It's adjacent to the to the root beers. Nice item. Um, one of the best bits I w- that I noted came up next. If we're if we're talking about best bits of the day, it's going to come down to a couple things. One of them being rock and roll. Gary coming up with the lyrics to "Comfortably Numb." I thought was very funny because I'm such a Floyd boy. Um, what would you think of that? You know, Tim just pretty much spouted every lyric to "Comfortably Numb."
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it was amusing. Uh, I maybe could have had more, even, but. Uh,
0: yeah, he's good. been talking a lot of Floyd recently. He tweeted out like something about how Pink Floyd might be the perfect band or something, how they got three good lead vocalists and all good players or something like that. And he was like, what other band is really can you really say that about? Mm-hmm. People are like, what about the Beatles? And like, what about all these other bands? And um, But I, I think he makes a good point. I don't know if you can think of a band that for me personally, that they're like solo like Roger Waters and David Gilmour of went really different directions with the way they wrote like in the later stages of Pink Floyd and both versions of it are excellent you know what I mean just like both very different but very good and then obviously when they were together so I mean do a Pink Floyd deep dive podcast I'm done with that for sure.
1: Um, yeah uh, Vic had a Roger Waters uh, Instagram video a while back that I found amusing and it was just him being, like, people trying to come up to him with autographs and him kind of, like, saying, I'm not signing that. I'm not signing that. Like, a little clips of that, and I thought that was pretty great. I don't know <laughs> if you saw that.
0: <laughs> I didn't see that, but I can picture that. Roger Waters is, like, in, like, a little bit of a dickish way, but not, like, totally dickish. Just, like, no, I won't sign that. Just, like.
1: Somebody, like, handed him a baseball, and he's like, I'm not signing that. Get that your <laughs> face <laughs> I think that's what it was
0: yeah David Gilmore has a funny thing I don't know if you've ever seen this um if I sent you this it's called the von trapped family thing do you know what I'm talking about
1: I don't but I know what that reference is that's like, it's uh, like well, it's the von tramp the music,
0: right it's not von tramp but it's like he called it was like a covid thing where him and his family they're trapped so they called the von trapped family uh, uh, you know music Players And it's like him and his whole family, his kids are like, you know, they're like teens and 20 year olds and him and his wife who like writes a lot of his lyrics and they sit around and uh, he like sings a song and they tell stories like a kid will like read a poem that he wrote and another kid will like play the violin or something. And it's, it's very cute. Not really a thing you'd watch the whole thing, but it was it was one of these live sort of like the Tweeties. you know, Jeff Tweedy had one where his family was on it was very similar, but. What you'd get a kick out of is that they were doing it in this like really nice, cool, like kind of looking room. And then one episode, they just switched it and they built a whole fucking black lodge, red curtain, the black and white ground, the statues. And they're just sitting in the black lodge like this whole family. And that's their like new set for the thing. So I don't know how it got there or why it went there, but now that's what the episodes look like. Um, So it's pretty, pretty funny, pretty fun. And his songs, you know, he'll sing like a real nice just hymn acoustic guitar, an old like Sid Barrett song or something. And it's like very just nice just to hear his old man, not on stage, just like strumming a guitar. He can kill it when he does that as well. When he's not like ripping solos, like he can just be the old man kind of style.
1: Yeah. So a shout tell, out to that. You can tell you're a Gilmore guy more so. I, I sort of fall in that camp as well. Uh, more of a Gilmore guy but you know Roger Waters like them both Roger Water. Waters puts
0: on an amazing show he's he put out it he's he's touring in 2022 he dro- he's just dropped all the dates i'm already planning on going so sure i'll be there but yeah i i just have a little more respect not a little more respect just gilmore's a little more classy of a guy for me or something Roger Waters too political a little too political i understand what he's that he like his message is important he's always been that way he's a very and, serious uh, man very serious man. David Gilmour is a little more low-key. And I just, you know, David Gilmour is like my favorite guitar player. Roger Waters is just, you know, he's a really good songwriter and he's an interesting man. But there's not like that extra nugget for me from him. He does, puts on a hell of a show. Hell of a goddamn show. Best show I ever saw was The Wall, uh, live in Rome. Uh, so, Made for Love. I'm not sure if you had a chance to watch any of this show. I gave it a try, um, and I didn't love it. I mean, it was fine. Maybe it's one of these ones that you got to watch a little more. The tone of it is, like, like right off the bat, there's, like, a guy who owns a company, and his last name's Gogol. You know what I mean? And he's a tech company that, like, runs, you know, it's, like, the biggest tech company in the world. Like, it's not Google. It's Google. G-O-G-O-L. And it's like, really? That's what we went for in this show? So, like, right off the bat, some of those choices were just, like, yuck. And the premise of the show is that this new technology takes, um, uh, they, like, stick a microchip in the brain of somebody and then somebody else. And it, like, combines their brains and, like, makes them, like, a single loving thing or something like that i I didn't get far enough in to see what the premise really was but there's like a there's like a ray romano plays the girl's dad and he's you know she like escapes from this terrible situation of them implanting chips in their brains and Uh uh-huh i i I don't know just wasn't my vibe at all i'm trying to think of what it reminded me of recently another show that was just like i don't know this like it's too quirky for me it's just too like um I would have to. I don't know. I mean,
1: I think I seen a promo for it, but I I didn't know what it was, and I, don't. I'm not usually drawn to those sort of shows, just without any hype, you know. So,
0: like Silicon Valley, sort of ish. Um, I watched this show, Devs. Did you ever watch that show, Devs? No. Devs I really liked, but it wasn't funny. It was, but it took you know, it was kind of about a, one of these companies, one of these like big huge tech companies and the, you know, what they're coming up with and shit. But this was in that like kind of goofy, like, it's funny, but there's maybe some serious stuff going on. I really don't know. They joked. So, okay. So the the guests were Christina Lee, which is Matt's wife and Alyssa Nutting, um, like who I guess wrote the book and as an author. And I guess they're all friends and their kids are friends. And it's like a just easy you know family guests who have a new show no brainer bring them on the show promote the show um but i'm not gonna jump out and just say that the show is a home run and everybody's gotta go watch it not that anybody gives a fuck what i say anyway but i just wanted to say that i gave it a try and it wasn't really my cup of tea but i'm sure a lot of people will like it it's very digestible Kristen miliotti i think is very likable um easy on the eyes and just like you know just a good actress she can you know lean into that role pretty good um nothing like way over the top or anything but just like a razzled she was in that show palm springs very yeah. similar character very uh, similar I, or that movie i saw she that made. movie yeah uh, eventually yeah did you like at,
1: it yeah it was all right i mean yeah uh nothing
0: Quick too amazing it. but she plays Amazing. a very similar role, but she Amazing. plays a very similar role. Very similar, similar role. I felt like in Made for Love, very just like girl who wakes up and is kind of confused and just kind of running from something and just like I don't know that she like that tone was, was pretty similar. Um, but I thought that her when she came on the show, well, she um, was providing
1: the bit that we didn't get for the sponsor. Oh yeah, right? so
0: okay, so yeah, so they forgot about City of the Day, and then they brought it back and said, oh, we better do City of the Day, and then they did it. I think it was called Newark, Delaware, I think was this this weird name, who cares? And there was no they just said oh there's no sponsor. Everybody dropped the ball. And I was like, "Huh, okay. They played that pretty straight. And um then we had a little moment where Alice and the El- or Alyssa's uh bandmate was like in the zoom, who she I think they were I think referencing that she lost her virginity to this guy or something weird like that. It got a little Got a little strange. Went down kind of hole there. Um, had a couple hot head, kind of a couple hot head hot lines, uh, which again is just people's bits. Nobody's really. We have not gotten the kind of trolls that we like, but it is nice to switch it up. I think it's fine to hear people's bits. And Tim did. Somebody called in yelling that that just got dumped, which was more in the spirit of what we're tr- trying to go for. We didn't even hear what the guy said. Unfortunately, the audio is so loud and messed up.
1: Yeah, I wish that some of that would pay off eventually, but it was I feel like in the it's room fine. It's everybody's just,
0: it's just as
1: everybody's trying yeah. to do their bits and they're not when they don't all the way work, you know, if, if it does come across yeah. as a little bit tired and not maybe worth it, but
0: uh, <laughs> it's it's the same as the Zoom calls though. It's just like a little bit different. I, I, I you know I wouldn't say dump it or anything. I just think that they have to send out that number before, and maybe they did this week because they said they had people calling before they even released the number. But I think the I think the Tim, not just the office hours follower, but like Tim has to send out that number before this show. Um, I'll keep saying it until they do it. There's a guy named Blork uh, who I just wrote nice call. It was like a strange boy who was kind of sad, and he asked about... They were trying to get him to smile, and he just had a sad face. I don't know if you were able to see this call, but it was... It was, you know... I don't know. I just, I just liked the call. The guy, the guy came in with, like, a real dry fucking tone. He had a question for Alyssa about um, Harmony Corinne potentially um, directing another book she wrote. And... Um, which makes sense. He he did Spring Breakers, which was down in Florida. She wrote a book called Tampa. It Makes sense to me that he might have done that. So it's kind of a kind of not that interesting to me a question, but this guy's just tone was so weird that they were like, "Come on, buddy. Like, everything okay over there?" And uh, he played it really straight, and it was sort of funny. I do recall that, but I I guess I don't know who that was. But yeah, it was not really worth noting. I just put it in there because I ver- I did very quick notes. Um, so Kristen Milioti called in, and um, I like how Tim just asked if she was nominated for an Oscar and uh, <laughs> you know, how she's going to win all the awards. That kind of made me laugh, and she's a good sport. And here we go. Here's our City of the Day sponsor, which I wonder if they were trying to time it out or if they just maybe thought that it would be better to do it this way, but they this is where they did their... Or maybe they said, we can't do two of these. We can't do two wordplay commercials in one episode. So let's just let's go with the Christian Mini Miatas. Uh, Kristen Miliati's Christian Mini Miatas. Try to say that. It's tough. Um, so she leaned into this. I thought this was funny. Um, uh, y- you know, she really w- went for it. I, I wonder how much copy she had, or if she had anything to do with coming up with it, or if they threw her the idea and just said, roll with it, but she seemed to have a lot of... she had answers to the questions, you know?
1: I probably... I think they probably worked some of that out, for sure, and maybe she improbbed a little bit, but it was... you know, they had a animation on the screen, you know? there It was, like, mm-hmm. crafted to be funny, and her delivery of it, you know, is... Trying to do it fast, and it's a stumbler, you know. And yes, it would have been maybe something that Tim is just like, "I'm not doing this," (laughs) you know. (laughs) Somebody else like to stumble on for Um, once, you know. And that's maybe wrong to say, but they love these. They love these messy word combinations. Yeah,
0: that's their that's their thing. So if we're gonna play the game of guessing who, we didn't get any results from last week. Um, no surprise. I don't expect the res- I don't expect to always get the results. Um, someday I will. Someday we will. We'll get to the bottom of it. But do you think this was a? This stinks of Doug because of the word play and the messy word play. Um, and I don't know. Vic said his dad has two Miatas, which I thought was like the funniest part of the whole thing. Was like they were just ripping Miatas. Like, oh, do you remember when those? Yeah. Guys well, in the Neighborhood, like dads would get these Miatas, and Chris, you know, Chris is like, yeah, I remember like being a babysitter, and the dad, Vic's like my dad's got two. <laughs>
1: yeah, like that's kind of that. If that's not Vic, yeah, partially responsible, uh, then I don't know what is. But I feel like it's a yeah. Doug Vic combo. It
0: didn't get too
1: th- like raunchy in any way. So I, I want maybe yeah. you know. Tim's not involved and I feel like the Christian
0: thing though Tim does like a good Christian
1: that's true that is true and he was you know getting that play going back to that point of it a lot Uh it could have just been a trio of input
0: he did so he did the little story I mentioned I wrote this down he like he was like you know it was like this time I was in the hotel I was in a hotel the other he told this like long story that just went absolutely nowhere about how they got bibles in the the, yeah you
1: know it's a bit that uh, he was trying to Yeah, yeah, no yeah. but I,
0: I liked I liked that bit. He's like you know, it's kind of like a what's up with that, you know, what's the deal with that? You know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who's reading this stuff anyway? You know, um and Kristen uh at the end offered a Tina round two of Tina if they ever wanted it. If you remember her Tina her famous Tina rant that she did the first time she was on the show where she was the angry woman driving in the car, you know, the Long Island uh, uh yeah. I I, woman. Per-
1: I totally forgot about that, and it I didn't re it didn't register in my brain. So
0: it's I- good to know that she remembers it, and she was like, "That was what she wanted to say." She was like, "Oh yeah, definitely, I'll come back, and I'll give you a teen around too." Like she's she's a, she's a she's a game for it all, which is nice. And uh, okay, and then we moved right along to, you know, another another quite the quite the fire coming from Phil Braun here. Had a whole bit ready to go about uh, Gutfeld, um, which this stupid Gutfeld thing, like all because his dumb logo looked like the Garfield font did it get so much fucking press, um, you know, on Twitter and everything. It's like, who gives a fucking shit about this new dumb show on Fox News? Like who fucking cares? But... You know that's where the world is at anything anything these days with the lack of with the lack of the uh daily absurdities of the news that we've had for the past four years now it's just like, do you see this new show on Fox News? The guy's using his name looks like Garfield, and it kind of looks like the Garfield font. Can you believe it but whatever Phil did a great job talking about getting hired on the show and um. I laughed his, his subtleties and his, the way he played through that and how he started off as like, you know, like he was excited about it. And then like, it took it all the way down to like a suicide pact, like brought it all the way around and back again. It was um, impressive. Phil, I will say it was very impressive. What'd you think of that? Yeah. um, I missed
1: the, the news story, but because Phil was so good at what he was delivering there, it, it still was funny, it still had comedy, and I didn't know the reference, and it took me a bit to understand what they were talking about, and you know, they mentioned it a little bit earlier in the show as well, I was like, you know, they sort of explained it a little bit, I felt like it was maybe a, a, some conservative program that they're all watching or something, but anyway, the, the bit was funny, and Phil, you know, he, his delivery, his delivery of kind of like walking you through the whole thing at his pace of doing it and then like you said by the end of it where he's turning the tables like actually you know it's i I don't feel good about being there
0: and i want to get out of there you know so you know that that was a he does a good job with on the spot details like i feel like Tim and Doug they're all just like okay so how like so how much is your apartment in New York and like how much do you make o-? and like he's got all those answers like ready to go
1: like definitely
0: apartment's 3000 for a studio with two twin beds and i'm getting paid 1800 like who knows how much of that according to Phil he 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 had uh, we had, we we tweeted about it before he said that the majority of these bits are just his and the guys don't really know anything going in they just bring Phil on this one, they did seem like, oh, Phil, you know, Phil's here. What's he got to say? And I think, I don't know if they're like, Phil, you got anything? And he's like, yeah, I got something today. It should be funny. Like, let's do a thing.
1: Well, so, th- I feel like there was a, a genuine laugh when he said the the name, you know. That he's working for Gutfeld. Yeah, yeah and everyone burst. So they w- didn't see it coming, and but, you know, they at least knew maybe to talk about it for whatever reason they talked about earlier in the show. So he might've been on to something. Maybe they, they threw out topics to him and he like just chose one or something.
0: Or maybe he just,
1: you know, brought it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know.
0: He but might, I mean, he might hit them up and say, Hey guys, I got a gut felt thing. Um, who knows? But either way, it was a good long bit. I mean, it, it was on for a while and um, uh, good tone shift and, you know I think Phil could get hired as a comedy writer on something like I think that he's good and like I think that his even like he could definitely be I don't know he like they could stick him on on cinema or something you know what I mean like he he he's a good performer on the camera like he he has good faces he does a really good straight man yeah brings the you know thing and, so. and he's his got a good voice like his voice has a funny voice that goes with his his look you know he's got like a funny voice just a you know, because it's like very regular guy kind of vibe, but a little bit southern. But just I don't, I don't know, it's nice.
1: Yeah, I I appreciate his sense of humor. I started following him on Twitter, and I've been seeing his goofy insights of things. And it's you know, yeah. it's just that real silly stuff that, but it's not over the top. It's just like this mild well, sense of should throw on Getty
0: sometime. If you wanna get deep on Phil, I did it one day and I w I couldn't stop watching the fucking thing. I was like, I like Getty Thon. It's like four hours of him and some other guy talking about Rush. It was absurd. Uh, that doesn't but sound he, he had guests. He had he had like all the guests, so um
1: it's the not duck like...
0: let's Oh I Yeah, d- okay. I just was did gonna you wa- ask
1: was is it the po- is it like a podcast or is it like a, a YouTube The Getty Thon?
0: Gettython, I watch it on YouTube. I think it's a once a year thing that he does and it's just a call in like telethon about Getty Lee and um it's very stupid. Extremely stupid.
1: Is it it's not serious though? It's not like they're taking serious questions. No.
0: No no. It's a complete joke. Complete okay. joke about how so much it's they like love Rush. You talking you two to me tone. No, bit. it's like it's like the Oscar special. Only it's a you know what I mean? Oh, Okay. It's more more in that realm. where well, they have a guest on, and then that guest has like a bit, and you know, they just like defend how great Rush is, and people call in and say how the Rush isn't that good, and they're like, yeah, I think you're wrong about that. Like, I'm pretty sure they're the best band. You know, like, <laughs> okay. just it's stupid. It's very stupid. Okay. Very dumb. Like as dumb as you could imagine. But, but again, like Phil doing it in his voice and his very serious, like, believable thing just just makes it it puts it in a good tone that I kind of can like hang with just for a little while. I can be like, "Ah, oh, I can stay in here. It's very like dull and stupid, and I like it." Um the duck, did you see the duck? I
1: heard the duck. I you heard was, the duck, but I you've was, seen
0: the duck before.
1: I, I've seen the duck before. I I tried like going back and looking and I can't seem to find the
0: You got to get to the, the duck. Minute,
1: the minutes of You got to get episode. to the duck.
0: Right now, if you can, while I talk about the duck for a minute, it's after Phil. I think it's right after Phil. Um, so I would say it's towards the end of the show. Um, I keep and listening. once you, once you see the little duck on the screen, you should be able to see. Because what happened here is the duck was on the show and then he did this thing where like it was no longer an animation. It was like the guy in his house but like still weirdly animated it was like a still of his right. face
1: i sort of have seen that then i just didn't know what that was no no but you
0: have to keep watching it cuz it goes from that to this other shot and if you look at my camera is this weird thing look at me for a second it's like this guy's head and it's it, but it's a still and then the mouth moves like like you know like he, he like does the yeah. duck thing but like in real life yes and it's like him talking Basically what happened is, you know, Tim, you know, Tim says, oh, you should do a little show, like a little offshoot or something for, you know, the uh, the office hours content and stuff, which, you know, when he said that, you know, I don't know if I don't know if they're kidding about that or like if that was a bit. But, you know, why this show we like having fun could be under the office, you know, they could you know, we could provide them this content they didn't want. Remember when I sold this to Matt? He was like, "No, we got too much stuff. We, you know, we got too many pie. We can't promote another podcast." And I was like, "Okay, well, I guess not." But you, you know, if you're looking for content for all these Patreon people, you could slap our podcast right on your thing and just pretend it's free content, and we'd get more listeners and more engagement. Like, just throw us up on the Patreon and just say, "Hey, check it out." Um, whatever. Uh, so, so the duck turned into this other thing where it was him talking about a thing and um you know they made a joke about um don't don't blow it like cave boy <laughs> uh you know don't out don't out, don't stay out don't outstay your welcome like cave boy which kind of hurt my feel you know just kind of hurt a little bit but i do think that we unfortunately it was too much cave boy too fast and um And Doug had said, you know what, I don't really like that peek behind the curtain. Like, I liked it just as the duck. The guy, like, took it another level, and it, like, kind of lost its its fun a little bit. Like, his voice in the little duck thing was fine. Like, you didn't need more. And he kind of pushed it into another realm of breaking the fourth wall of that animation. And it was like, no, just keep that a mystery. I don't want to see how you're doing this or what you're doing. I completely agreed with Doug. I was like, oh, don't do that. Um but well, still duck duck is great. They I did like the
1: say duck. that he needs a writer, <laughs> you know, and you They know. said
0: maybe he needs Phil. Uh <laughs> which is true. Get Phil and the Duck. You know, you could I I could imagine Phil as like an animated little guy. You know Phil Me has too. a little bit of Phil has a little bit of vibe of like a little Joe Para kind of vibe. Did you watch that Joe Para show? No. If you haven't, it's like my favorite thing. I love it. Almost as much as Nathan for you, Joe Para talks to you. I think is what it's called. But if you, if you have HBO Max, it's all on there now. This is the best show. It's a guy from Buffalo too. I've actually met him before. He's a cool guy. This mm-hmm. show is incredible. It's called Joe Para talks to you. Eleven minute episodes, and he's just like the sweetest boy. And he kind of like you know he like one episode will be like oh he takes you. Um, He takes you to the grocery store, and he just walks around the grocery store and talks about all the different departments and why he likes all of it and how it's just like, oh, you know, sometimes I'll just go down the snack aisle and, you know, this one's for, you know, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's very, very, like, G-rated, clean silliness um, that's, like, just really nice, and it's got, like, very cute music. He got his big break because he made a thing called Joe Para helps you sleep, so it's, like, this real, like, sleepy you know meditate you know just like real you know just cute little lullabyish music and Joe Para talking you talking to you sweetly about real nice things like i'm going to grow a bean garden in my yard and i'm going to walk you through how to do it and it's, it's but it's super funny too so but so Phil kind of reminds me of that a little, little bit of that vibe Joe Para plug i wonder if I wonder if tim because it's on adult swim i wonder if tim and the boys have any uh, Joe Para opinions i don't know if i've heard them talk about it but it's right up their alley Um, to wrap up the main show Tim talked about maybe he'll maybe he'll do a festival spot somebody asked him again if he was gonna play live again that came up again and he said no and then joked and said maybe I'll do a festival and yeah you know we've seen we've seen Tim at a festival remember that
1: yeah uh, that was a long time ago Uh, yeah that
0: was okay can you name three other bands that played that festival I can can you
1: um, yeah, I can name a bunch of them, I think.
0: All right, name the top three. My top three? the top three? three, yeah, your top three that we saw that day.
1: At the time, I would have said St. Vincent was. was yep, one. I would say St. Vincent. Um, was cool Keith at that. I, I sort of remember that, but maybe not. Maybe that was a different day. Cool Keith might have been there and. My bloody Valentine was mind blowing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh ear melting. Um Yeah, literally We we blowing. did see Tool. Tool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's uh, where I was
0: going with this. I was like, Do you remember us seeing Tool? We were uh, having a real good yeah, time enjoying we we Tool. Were,
1: <laughs> that was my second yeah. time to seeing Tool. I saw Tool when I was a kid at La Palooza, you know, way back in the day. When I really mm-hmm. liked Tool, but then seeing them like 10 years later it was like a whole different 20 thing.
0: 20 years later. 20 years
1: later, years later like a whole different thing but uh yeah that was interesting
0: yeah tool yeah that was that was a f- interesting that was a fun show I remember, is that called outside lands maybe
1: it was uh on uh, governor's island so it was like i know but i'm trying to remember what it was it.
0: called you had to take a ferry was it, over
1: it wasn't field day Fest. that was something else
0: no, that was the thing that got canceled. We talked about that before.
1: I, I remember having like a little postcard or like a mm-hmm. passport or something that was like yeah. I think it's that. outside.
0: I think it was outside lands. That was a fun one. And yeah, yeah, so in the afternoon we saw Tim and Eric in a tent, um, which was a, I think it was like the first thing we saw when we walked in. It was like oh shit, I think Tim that's and Eric why right we there.
1: Went, like possibly. Yeah,
0: I mean it was one of the main reasons. I mean we were definitely down to see My Bloody Valentine and to see. Uh, You know Saint Vincent and whoever else was there, but and I lived in Brooklyn. It was an easy one. It was just like let's go. Yeah, that wasn't a a big. uh,
1: I actually I feel like it was 2009 because I was just started dating my wife, my now wife. You know, in that time period. So
0: yeah, she didn't come yet, but she we we weren't together very long. So yeah, so that's a long time Uh, ago. Yeah, yeah. So that was that's that's where festival story, Burn or Stern. Uh, I sort of liked this joke that this guy did. I don't know if I loved the way Tim handled it so seriously. Uh, again, it was like a bit that like clearly, that clearly. I mean, it was like clearly the one was David Burn and the other, you know, like was, you know what I mean? It was like. It's like, hey, I got this idea for, they don't sound anything alike, and the one guy's talking about basketball, and the other one is like, David Byrne, clear David Byrne lyrics, so, I I, think it was like a bullshit game that was a joke, and that's the way I took it, and I was like, good job, dude, that's like, kind of funny, it's like, so stupid. It's Um, true, like, with the Phoenix Suns, they select, and he's like, Stern, it's like, yeah, no shit, like, like, are you really jumping in on this game? I I don't know.
1: it it just is illustrating how competitive he is and how much smart he feels like he has to be at all times. That like yeah, he totally ruined the bit that it could have been <laughs> like. And I was thinking was, the exact same thing because it's just like yeah, this is so obvious, Tim. Why aren't you picking up on it? But uh, and yeah, I don't even know. And like he and he, he could he, be like one.
0: He could be one step ahead where well, he's like. Okay, I'm taking the joke and then I'm doing it one. This is why Tim gets away with all this stuff all the time because you never know if he's. He could always just say, "Yeah, I knew it was a joke. I was, I'm just taking it one level deeper. I'm taking it real seriously, like real competitive." And it's like, uh huh, uh-huh. yeah. He threw out Mister
1: Burns thing, and I was sa- thinking like, "Oh, well, that's where you went with it because you lost interest in how you kind of ruined it in a way." So, uh-huh. uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out of school here,
0: but. I sort of understood what you were saying about that too. Yeah, I thought it was, it was worth just a note. I wrote Burner Stern. I didn't write anything else, but it was like when they're like, "You got anything else, pal?" And he's like, eh, "Well, I got this game called Burner Stern." It was like, "What? You have that game?" And he's like, "Did he just come up with that real quick and just Google?" Like, if he put that whole thing together, but he knew just that for
1: a bit it would work or it wouldn't work, and he like even he said like this might work or it might not work at all, and like you know. Uh, yeah
0: you're right you're right he did he did kind of know that like this joke that this bit that i'm doing might fail but it's in the it's in the realm that's like something i could see doug or or somebody else doing and like getting it and laughing and i I don't know
1: there's something to be said for coming up with a bit and then also be able to, to deliver it like and say it and do it right and you know to have both of that that's you know that's what you need and you know only a few people can do that on the spot sure. like that, you know, and Phil can do it and a couple of people can do it when they come in, call in. Tim yeah. can do it most of the time, you know, so it's, um, it's a trick.
0: Yeah. After hours, I don't have a ton noted and I don't have a ton of time right here, so we'll kind of get through it. Um, they talk Stephen Wright and Johnny Carson, um, which is fun. I like I like hearing about that. It makes me kind of want to go back and watch old Johnny Carson as well. I like that shit, and I, I like
1: Stephen Wright. I definitely saw those. That I did too. Episode at some point. I definitely saw th- those clips. I saw uh, that YouTube clip before for sure. I was a Stephen Wright huge fan, and mm-hmm. I watched a lot of Johnny. In the later Johnny, not like seventies Johnny, but uh, yeah, that would have been like the eighties.
0: We were watching Johnny in a, when I was in Florida a few weeks ago. It was like just on... It was like there was some weird channel on TV in Florida where we were staying. And it was like just had old talk shows on like just at night. You know, and it was just like for some reason this channel just got left on and we were all just like, I think like Jodie Foster as like a little girl, you know, like a child came on like after she did um, taxi, uh, driver. taxi Driver and, w- you know, Really interesting little, art, you know, little thing to see now. Obviously, like her first appearance on Johnny Carson and how that was all treated, and you know, it was very, very fun to watch. He's very funny. Um, Chris Robinson had an interesting take. He had some back problems, and he was rubbing his back with a back thing throughout his little chat. And um, I don't know, didn't have a hell of a lot to say. I was, it was kind of, uh, it was kind of confused about what was going on with Chris there I, I asked Chris if maybe he would want to come on this show and maybe talk with us and maybe recap an episode with us because he is the one that edits kind of the best of the week little video for Twitter um, and they had asked him you know any ideas for today and he was like oh yeah maybe the gut filled stuff like he was being real real casual Chris Um, and uh but he's a nice boy. I've I've spoken to him on the phone. We're trying to get a project together that I'm really slacking on. Um, unfortunately, I got like new stuff going on and it's like just back burnering this uh this Randolph the Wizard project. Um but at some point, Chris, I would like for you to do it, but do not wait for me. Um do not hold off. It's uh I'm behind. Um they did some pun. They did some vaccine puns. The, the interesting thing I thought there was somebody said, "Do p- you know? Do people like hearing puns, or like people like people like puns, but do people actually like hearing them, or do they just like saying them?" Um, I, I
1: like hearing them more than I like saying them. But you know,
0: I think it's a kind of thing where like you like coming up with them, and you'll like say one out loud, but it's it is just a very corny th- thing, you know. And everybody, I feel like puns are just on a lot of different people's minds every like certain people like you're i think you're one of them our father's one of them i have some other friends that like their mind just thinks in puns so like anytime you're in any situation you know it's just like real simple stupid puns are like hey joe did you uh you know did you did you you know you get, you get any new records back behind you there and you know you would be like well i let me turn around my table you know to take a look you know what i mean just like Stupid shit like that is, like, constantly happening in life. And I think those are fine. But, like, do you need to hear, like, a collection of those? (laughs) Like, a record collection uh, of those? Um, So, those kind of, like, just ones that go on and on, I think, can be fun in person when you're with somebody. (laughs) But, like, on the show, this, like, pressure to, like, do a pun really sets you up for, like, it better be strong... Or you know, it's either good or bad. I mean, it's like well, it's not. I there's like, not really a middle ground. I like puns. when they
1: give things D's and D minuses. <laughs> like that. Yeah, that yeah. is funny to me to get to yeah. hear a bad pun and because bu- puns the, are the
0: fight. The one that the guy did was bad. It's fine, sir. It's <laughs> fine, sir. It's <laughs> it terrible. There's a stretch, but Doug's was good. Yeah. Um, but the that's Johnson what, and Johnson.
1: That's what yeah. makes some good is they're off the cuff and they feel like off the cuff.
0: Well, Doug here is like, oh, somebody wants to do vaccine puns. Give me a minute. I'll have something for you. And then now he does. I,
1: I question, I, you know, do I think that he maybe sits on them and then re- reveals them? Possibly. It's possible.
0: I think that somebody says vaccine puns and he's on the computer typing in vaccine and seeing all the words and like anything he can do with any of the words and looks at them and picks it apart, and he sees Johnson and Johnson and says, okay, two dick joke, let's go. Do you hear the guy who was born with two dicks? You know? Right. Uh, so, yeah. the last bit here, besides the drop concert, which I will talk about, um, Tim's Rick and Morty bit. Uh, <laughs> and this was very funny, um, and somebody tweeted today, I want more Tim watching a character of Tim like laughing along at himself doing a character uh, you know like on the screen at that point it was tim in the corner watching a video of a podcast of tim being tim but being the the stand-up comedian version of tim and he was like oh no no this is a good one coming up you know no no this part's good like he's like (laughs) narrating us through his little fake stand-up bit it was just like yeah that that my mind
1: like that he's like very impressed with his own humor. <laughs> he's like, you got to hear this. He, uh... He's going back and rewatching his best hit, best of hits, and he's just like, check this out. Check how great I, how great and funny I am in this moment right here. Crossed my mind that like,
0: yeah, yeah like, I this, guess one's this one's pretty good.
1: You would be proud of uh, you know your comedy if you were just good at it, and you would go back and look at it. If, you know, I, I feel like whenever people say that they don't they you don't know, like it or they don't, don't watch they don't their critique own stuff. their own work or they don't want to look at that again i feel like what a waste you should want to maybe yeah. and get something out of it or improve it or make yourself laugh if you could you know so
0: no i'm watching i'm making these jam band workout videos i'm showing people all the time and i'm saying no 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 it gets funnier like hold, hold on this is like about making these little one minute videos i'm trying to be funny here and there and i'm like you know watch it showing it for people like saying hey you know what did you think it's kind of fun you know whatever and yeah, I'm, I'm totally, I mean, the, the tweet that somebody wrote that said, I want more of that. Like, I agree. Like, I liked it. I liked Tim walking us through that. Like, it was an interesting, it's a very Tim style thing. And it's, you know, it's obviously. Um,
1: it's his personality to do it, it is. as well. And, yeah,
0: you know. he, he's got a big ego and he's very, he makes a lot of stuff and he's proud of what he does and he likes to share it and, you know. I can totally relate to Tim because I also have a lot of projects and stuff going on in my life that sometimes seems like too many, maybe to some people or something. And, but like when you're in that world and you're doing a lot of stuff, you know, the reason you're doing is kind of because you crave the reaction and you're just like, you're ready to move on to the next reaction to the next thing right away. You know what I mean? You're just like, all right, well, Made that movie, showed it to some people. They liked it. They were fine with it. Okay, I want to do another one and see what they think of that one. Like it's just like, I'm sure you have uh, similar situations with painting. So
1: yeah, I release Um, a a painting every day, a new one every day, and so it's like just keep it going. You know, I wanna yeah, I I not that I live for it, but it, it is exciting to release a new painting and see what response it'll get each day. So yeah.
0: Yeah. That. But that, but I'm also learning the social media game of pulling back and having people like figure out how much they have missed. You know, like we're talking about the missing, you know, like my social media person is like, OK, we got to like we got to we got to tack it down to like four posts. You know, like it's all this social yeah. media game bullshit that's sort of obnoxious. But I'm I'm starting to understand it where it's like, yeah, if you go every day, people are just like, oh, yeah, there's that again. And if yeah, you take well, it away for a little bit, and then you come back with something big, it's like, ooh, you know, well, you need big announcements. And
1: people can just not look at you, <laughs> and they, yeah. they huh. won't. And but then when they go back and check, they can see like five or six things they missed throughout the week or whatever. And yeah, I also I've been just going for years and years straight, so it's like I'm kind of just keep wanting to keep that going. Like when yeah. you do it for f- closing in on five years, you just you know, want to keep it going like a, a streak. I don't I can't get bought into some trend of like, yeah, here's how you do it. No, but nobody Joe else. Joe has, has
0: thousands. Joe has thousands of paintings. Is every one a different painting or no?
1: Yes, every. I mean, early, early on, uh, you know, two thousand, like multiple... two thousand, you know, maybe fifteen is when it started going painting every day. So, yeah,
0: yeah. So Joe paints a lot. And you can go see his daily paintings every day, and they're legit paintings. They're not like little digital things or something. They're full on uh, abstract pieces. So you should go check out his Instagram, Joseph Allen Art, and uh, give him a follow. Very colorful and they do. They make you think. They make you. You know he's got interesting titles to the pieces these days, which is not not so new anymore. But it's it's new in my lifetime. It's newer that he's. And kind of coming up with names and stuff um so go check it out um that's the end of the show for me and i wrote you know they got into nft stuff which i'm not you know i don't I'm not that interested in discussing that again um but i feel like the boys were boy i feel like the boys were itching to do some drops it was like they started dropping before even tim threw it to him. and then when the drop concert started it was like It was, like, super fucking loud. I feel like the levels were a little bit jumpy. Like, I feel like the guys were a little, I don't want to say rusty with the drops, but it was, like, I did note that I feel like Vic and Doug were both a bit quiet. And, you know, they did have the in-studio guests, which maybe does give, like, kind of quiets them down a little bit. But even Tim even kind of asked, like, everything all right, Vic? Like, there was, I feel like both the boys were, like, maybe not, you know, right on it and um, just, like, totally... Could have up. been the
1: levels. Do you think it could have been the levels? Like I sort of felt like that too. I listened to levels it were I, levels. I felt were like not... they were both low, and uh, I struggled yeah. to hear the drops this episode until we got to the drop concert. But obviously, yeah, I just
0: for one, I didn't hear a ton of drops, and I didn't hear, um, just didn't hear quiet. Vic and Doug chiming in too much, and um, I don't know. They, I think, they, I assume they probably just weren't in the swing of things. Maybe they're it looks dialing your like
1: back a bit for maybe because, it, because had the, a lot of yeah, they
0: had the yeah because they had the in studio guests. I mean, there were a lot of bit. I mean, they had Phil Braun, That whole thing you weren't going to drop over. So there was a lot of th- the Kristen. You know, the the Miata thing you weren't going to drop over her. So like there was a lot of parts that maybe you wouldn't do drops. They were right um,
1: exploring the, the the new setup, and I did watch a, a video from Patreon of like, here's what Them the new room is yeah. going to look like and what we're going to run cables and all that. And maybe it, uh-huh. it could have been a sound you know parameter that wasn't right
0: maybe there's yeah maybe maybe there's some some fixing needs to be done maybe they'll listen back and see but i thought the drop the drop cons are just at the beginning of it the the drops they were using were like just like i felt like the levels were jumping and then it like it kind of like fizzled out from it i was like okay okay let's let's get this together and then it went into some like sort of hip-hop i was like it's kind of dan the automator kind of vibe little yeah yeah
1: that's what i was handsome boy like
0: went into like a hip-hop thing that was kind of cool and um it got fun like it like it started off like real aggro and like industrial like you know just like it, got, it was like real loud and crazy but it was a good long one and it went um
1: the Jurassic Park line that went over and over again it was, was pretty great uh uh you know I I loved it I loved how it was nice and, the, and long again the dog you know, yeah, the dog you know you I was the listening really hard and trying to hear all the samples yeah. and uh I feel like there was a lot going on and i love that when they layer a lot of stuff going on so it was so good and i'll probably hope that they compile some of these things into some other release i know that th- we didn't really talk about how they got a vinyl of the drop concert that th- that was released and
0: it's a sore subject for me oh yeah <laughs> not really but um uh there was a there was a there was a moment where my record label was going to be involved in the vinyl release of the drop concert, the movie, and then Matt. You know, this is maybe telling. This is maybe telling too much. But then, then they, they said they wanted him sooner, and they made like these single things, and Matt's kind of like, oh no, we found somebody else that could like do it all in house, and um, because I I have somebody press my records, I don't like personally. My record label isn't personally pressed. I take them to a place and they get pressed. But we're in fucking April now. This was last year. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's going to take me... I was like, I kind of said, like, I could get them done in a couple months. Like, you know, but I, I can't get them done in one month. I was like, you know, I think I think I said that my, my guy was backed up two or three months. and It was like, oh, well, you know, maybe that's not going to work. And they ended up using some strange record label that I hadn't heard of that uh was um i don't know they made a joke about the being like a hardcore white supremacist record label or, or something um but uh no it's totally fine like i haven't i haven't um i haven't pressed anything since the pandemic it's all good i was i was very um it was very like nice that. of matt to even reach out to me to do it but it would have been cool if i was able to put that out um
1: vinyl being pressed is an issue uh, all over the world right now Uh, it is a lot of in the 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 distribution you know now that i
0: aren't coming (laughs) now that i remember now that i'm remembering like the distribution was the problem matt needed a a, matt needed a, a label that like i just give you like tiger shrimp i'll i will press your record and then give it to you and you have to ship it out you know what i mean like I don't have a shipping and distribution part of Tiger Shrimp. Like, I'm not here. I don't have a person that mails out the records. If you know, if Timmy or or Miwi or any of these guys on my label, when we press their vinyl, I'm like, all right, here's 500 records. To have fun. You know, you're you're fucking shipping them. I'll send I'll forward over the new dresses if it comes through my thing or you know. So that, now that I remember, it was like, oh, okay. Well, we need somebody who can distribute, and it sounds like this company is um, is taking care of all that. So. Yeah, well, that's a huge undertaking. So, definitely, it is. It is. So, I wouldn't have had the capacity I, to do that anyway. But I w- it would have been nice to just work with the work. It would have been if they were able to. They're selling so much merch and shipping so much, they could have saved maybe. And if they were doing it themselves, like they have so much merch they're selling, I don't know why. Why selling a record on top of that, on top of all the shirts and mugs and all the shit they're selling? I wonder if that's all through. Third-party distributors as well that they They're, don't really touch anything. I liked
1: how they used the artwork by the
0: uh, Sarah Reeds? Sarah
1: Reeds, and that that was really nice of them to do that. And they didn't have super to do that. cool. Yeah,
0: I uh, yeah, I wrote her a message on Twitter. I was like, that is so that's so badass to, that she got the cover. Um, was the, I don't know if it was the insert or, or if it was actually the front cover. Um,
1: it looked like an, an alternate. You know, there was like I the think it might have been an
0: insert or something, but yeah, it's very, very cool. And um, yeah, again, you know, again, all the artists and people that, that do stuff for the show. I'm glad they. I mean, that's a fucking dream come true for Sarah Reed. She sits, you know, she's painting pictures of these guys, and it's now lives in the fans' hands. I mean, that's that's incredible. So good for, good for Sarah. We love Sarah. She's very cool chick, and um, uh, that's fun. But. I gotta wrap it up. Um, go over to JamBandWorkout.com or follow JamBandWorkout on Instagram. It's really taken off, everybody. I have uh, I've joined a jam band called Spafford out of Phoenix, and I'm gonna go perform with them on their 420 show in Phoenix in a couple weeks. Uh, the first show back from COVID, I'll be on stage giving workout tutorials and narration through their jams. You think I'd be kidding, because this all started as an April Fool's joke, but I'm not. I'm really in a band called Spafford for now. We'll see how it goes, but having a lot of fun making some jokey stuff, and um, it's nice that it's not just, uh, you know, it's in this place that I kinda wanted it to be, that it's a little a little sarcastic about the whole thing. It's not taking it so seriously. Are they letting and you play uh, the
1: guitar uh, in the band?
0: I do not I will not be playing the guitar I will just be doing dancing and working out and showing people some moves to exercise to during their concerts and to get people I'm like a hype man kind of a thing so yeah but I'm going out to Phoenix to do that so that's pretty insane Um, it'll be my first my first live performance uh, on stage with a band Uh, oh I mean I was in a band in college but you know this is gonna be like a band with like a big audience and you know uh, you know, we're hoping to someday turn this thing into a, you know, jam band workout, like opens up for different jam bands or, you know, gets on festival. You know, there's some talks, so I'm excited about that. It's very silly. The content is fun. Are you shooting for, like, being the fish guy? Like, going in
1: the fish shows? And
0: I don't know. I don't know what that means, but... Um,
1: like, you, you'd be on the fish tour with them and you just, like, dancing alongside...
0: Uh, a lot of people have said that a lot of people are like I can picture you like on stage like next to the band like almost like a sign language person only it's like the <laughs> workout guy and I'm like I don't know if it'll go to that level but but I think some lower tier jam bands like that's what I'm doing next week or on the 20th on 420. I'm doing that it's gonna be a gag because it's a pulled over from an April Fool's gag that we're like taking it real seriously people thought oh I got a lot of haters got a lot of lovers too because we we released a, a stream on April first, and they like did, they did a big announcement. Oh, we got a fifth member of our band, and um, it was me. But everybody was speculating, like, "Oh, it's gonna be a sax player," like, "Oh, they're gonna bring <laughs> in," an, you know. <laughs> and it was me, and they're like, "People are like, who the fuck is this asshole?" <laughs> um, but uh, most of the people were positive. I'd say like, you know, there was like seven percent pricks. But then I was I was like, because I follow a lot of jam band dorks in my Twitter. I'm like seeing screenshots of me in my own Twitter feed, you know. Like they're like, "Oh, did you see the thing? Did you see the thing that Spafford did? That's pretty funny." So surreal for me to be like integrated into that world a bit. So very fun, Um, and all the graphics and logos. If you if you do go and check that out, we're done by Mike Tucci, my man, and uh, Tucci. We'll be talking soon, pal, and um, we're gonna get get you on the show as well. And uh, that'd be nice because I only got a few weeks left before I leave. And I don't know what I'm going to do with the show when I do leave. I have to figure that out. But um, that's going to wrap it up for today, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, I said we're going to be quick and we're over an hour. So take care. We'll see you next week. Joe, have a good week. Track down that vax. And uh, hope to see a Band-Aid on your arm next time we chat. Yeah,
1: you too. (laughs) Bye, everyone. You too.
0: Bye, everyone. Take care. Here comes some little more music. I'll turn it up, right?